In this episode, we speak to Jenna, who is known for her work with P Mummy Industries. She runs her social media accounts, Plant Mama and Pasta Mama, which are a part of her businesses that she also runs. Jenna has achieved so much in her career and she's a pretty incredible business founder and creative genius. I loved Jenna's honesty in this interview and she explains what it's really like running multiple businesses on your own. I hope you all enjoy. I'd like to start the episode by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I'm recording the Yugambeh people and paying respects to elders past, present and emerging. So today on How Do You Hustle, I'm very excited to be joined by Jenna, who is from P-Mummy Industries. She's known best for her uh, presence on social media and her businesses, which involve Plant Mama and also uh, working on Pasta Clubs and Pasta Mama. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I have honestly wanted to interview you for such a long time. You're such <laughs> a powerhouse of a woman and... Honestly, I don't know where you get the time in the day and you just seem to be the most creative brain. So I'm very excited to pick that brain. <laughs> How's your morning been so far? Yeah, not bad. I took, um, took Sprouty out, my border collie, Sprout, um, for a little run. We've just moved to Sydney. So we are early beach walk runners. It's so nice. Yeah, but still yeah. cold. Like, I mean, I... I knew it was going to be cold, but I think because I've been in Melbourne for so long, I had forgotten that it still arrives in Sydney. You know, yeah. it's still here. Yeah. Because you were in Byron before? Um, so kind of weird. Sort like of. I've, <laughs> the last year and a half, I have um, very purposefully lived on the road uh, for about a year and a half, just kind of like going everywhere. I think COVID kind of made me a little bit... Um, I don't know, reclusive in my house in, in Collingwood for, for so long. And then I was a bit like, ah, oh, and I knew I was going overseas traveling last year. So I kind of was like, oh, why don't I just like move around a bit? So love that. I was kind of in Melbourne for seven years. And then for the last like y- y- just under a year and a half, Sprout and I have had two suitcases and my car. And we have just like lived between Byron and Sydney and Melbourne. And we've we finally got a house in Sydney, which was always the plan um, a few months ago, but it was so nice to just not have any ties to everything and just actually take my businesses around Australia with no tie downs, you know? Yeah. I honestly love that lifestyle. I know it's not for everyone, but after COVID, yeah. I sort of did a similar thing and moved back to Queensland. I think we're both, I was born in Toowoomba. You're a Toowoomba I'm girl. I'm literally wearing a vintage <laughs> Queensland shirt from like I I swear the 70s. It's my favorite shirt ever. Yeah, I, I actually feel like Queenslanders wear a type of person. Like my even people. On the phone, yeah, yeah. They're my people. I've been on literally on the phone with people like clients or like you know that live in Sydney or Melbourne, and I shit you not, like a few minutes into the combo, something will come up about Queen. I'm like, oh my god, of course. Like it's it just instant. it kind of. I hate to insult every other state in Australia, but it kind of feels like Queenslanders are just really friendly and Agreed. kind of yeah. a bit more open, you know? When I moved to Melbourne, I just found myself befriending all Queenslanders. I didn't know any of them yes. before. Um, so but the funny thing is <laughs> crazy. And now that I'm back in Queensland, a lot of my friends are from Victoria, so I don't know what that's about. But <laughs> Yeah. and I, They're like funny, the cool it's ones. A weird, it's a weird, um, it's a weird thing because I have – I'd recently written about how 
like I'm from Queensland and that's where I'm from. And I've got like some obviously beautiful friends that I've kept over the years from, you know, growing up into an adult. But ironically, it's ended up being that Melbourne, even though half of them are from Queensland, but end up being that the Melbourne friends that I created over those past seven, seven years were like my friends for life. They're the ones who made me feel the most authentic. They're the ones who allowed me to be myself the most, um, you know, Melbourne, will go down in history that period of time as without a doubt, like the most crucial and important growth time of my entire life. Like it will, I don't haven't even lived the other 50 years of my life, but I already know that Melbourne will be monumental forever because they built yeah. Mon- Melbourne is where plant mama was built. Melbourne is where pea mommy was built. It's where past. It's actually where I found my juice you know um totally and it's such a creative city and I think like I was exactly the same I lived there for seven years are we the same person um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like that's where I I think I found that space to be that creative person I always was but maybe it didn't come out as much up here so it's really cool I love that um so for anyone listening that doesn't know tell me about your career and like what it kind of looks like for you in a nutshell? Um, so I actually um, went to uni and was a PE teacher, a high school PE teacher. Hence why I dress like a PE teacher all the time. Like I'm like, do I just get that $40,000 degree just to work out what my daily style is? Like I sometimes I think, so I was a high school PE teacher for, um, about six years so I I think I've realized I definitely have like a six-year interest loop so like yeah I left teaching after six years I kind of left Melbourne just after six years I left my first business up not like it just that I kind of get bored every six years so I was teaching (laughs) and I just yeah I, I think I realized that all the other early career teachers and I were not aligning on how much effort we were putting in and I was like I don't think this is like what I'm meant to be doing. So I always had in the back of my mind that I can come back. Like I was always like, okay, well, you know, with, I mean, obviously not everyone could go back to the job once they've left it. But in my head, I was like, well, I'll just go back to CRT and then I'll get another job. If I left and tried something else and it didn't work, I'll just come back. So I basically left teaching and started, um, well, I didn't leave. I left my full-time teaching role um, and then went and started Plant Mama, which is my plant um my first business in 2017 and so basically just building like indoor plant jungles in like cafes and homes and hotels and stuff just because there wasn't that in the market there was obviously outdoor was so cool. gardens and stuff and it just honestly the the universe and the timing was that I started that literally at the start of when plants came into the yeah. vortex of being cool again so that was just a perfect alignment of like gap in the market and trends kind of going off at the same time. Um, and because I had a photography business when I was like 18 from day one of starting plant mama, the content was always really strong. Cause I, I, had I started following you then. And honestly, oh, did you? Also, yeah. And I'm <laughs> such, I've always been a plant person. So I was like, I literally had a plant business when I was nine growing plants and selling them to my neighbors. So I was like, that is actually, she's living my dream. but it was iconic it was like it it was really like you know I feel a little bit separated from that time when I started it because it was so hard like I was working 
you yeah. know, eight days a week. Like it was unbelievable trying to get that off the ground. And obviously I'm, I'm on the back end of reaping that now, but at the time it was just like so hardcore. Um, yeah. And then, so I basically started the business at the same time that I was like, I was an Uber driver. I nannied two days a week. Then I did yeah. CRT. Then I was a waitress <laughs> on the weekends. And then I worked at the market selling kombucha oh on Saturdays. Gosh. Like I basically did the two things at the same time. And then eventually yeah. I like dropped more things and then plant mama got busier. And then I kind of threw all in, went full time on plant mama. And then, yeah, kind of got bored again. And yeah, essentially just, you know, I don't like to recycle my ideas. So it's like, I felt like I had done so many of the plant jobs that I wanted to do all the ideas that I had. And then, I just kind of got itchy and then essentially turned what my other pleasure or enjoyment of food and pasta and dinner parties and sharing food and stuff, then turned that into the second business, which is Pasta Club, Pasta Mama. Um, and then that's like its whole other thing now. And then I have Sheila's Club, which is um, just on pause at the moment, um, just because I was like, I can't. You've got a bit do on. Do <laughs> um, But that has, that has. A space and it has something there and it you know I, I had to make the decision to go like that is something and I can see that it has value and I will take that further and we registered the business and we did a few sessions but I was like that just needs to like take a moment and then I'll come back to it when I can give it everything that I have so pasta club is definitely um it's taking off the thing at the moment because it's really taking off um but plant mama still does jobs and we still have like staff that run all that stuff but I'm just kind of like yeah, figuring it out every day as it goes. Wow, honestly, I yeah, it's that's a lot, <laughs> but it's so it is cool. A lot. <laughs> and I can just like I can feel your passion, and obviously, I've mentioned I've followed you for ages, and like it really does seem that you're just living in your passion, which makes it easier. But at the same time, yeah, it's good that you've kind of made that call and gone. All right, may, may have bitten off a bit more than I can chew here going to focus mainly on a couple of those and you know wait for the other one when you have a bit more capacity um one of your shows I think it was in Melbourne my friends actually DJ'd at um in the flowers oh my god yes they're my friends yeah (laughs) yeah yeah they're the best so So, um yeah they look so fun Something I have been loving this past year and recommending to all of my startup and freelance friends is digital accounting service, Henry. Henry automatically calculates and pays your taxes as you earn. So you're always up to date with your tax. With Henry, you no longer have to worry about owing taxes. The money you get in your account is yours to keep. Go to www.hnry.com.au to get Henry. Sign up using the promo code HDYH to get $25 in Henry credit. Plant Mama was obviously your first business and you kind of did touch on how that started. But like what actually, I guess, what was that feeling that drove you to take the leap and start it? Like what was maybe some of the first steps that you took to get that off the ground? Um, look, I think I, one thing I will say, which will give hope out to my little homies out there, is that <laughs> when I arrived in Melbourne, I literally knew my brother. That was it. Yeah. I didn't know anyone. I knew fucking no one. And I, I'm saying that because people might look at the connections I have now and like right. who I've done pasta clubs, who my friends are, who I know, like in – 
you know, like those worlds and think that like there is a level of privilege or that those doors were open for me beforehand. But I cannot stress it enough. I came from literally like I went from Toowoomba, Toowoomba. where I grew up, <laughs> to Brisbane to go to uni yeah. and then I moved to Melbourne. And I literally, I moved there with my boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, but boyfriend at the time. But I literally knew my brother. So like wow. anything that I built, I literally built from myself. I did not know anyone except which we is stayed huge. In this little sh- I mean, it is huge because the thing about Melbourne and Sydney, which I have learned um, just by living in both is that it really is a connective, they're connective cities. Mm. You know, everyone knows everyone. It's very much like, you know, oh, I know that person can help you out. And, you know, to break those walls actually can be quite hard because most people in those worlds that you want to do work in have already you know, their own connections or they know, yeah. people that know people. So, you know, to still be getting invited to go cook at things and like, you know, we, I got an email last week to do a pasta club for someone. I would literally die to do it for. And the oh fact God. that I'm on their radar is unbelievable. And it, and I, I that. and that, and that didn't come, that came through the website. That's insane. Wow. Like that, it was just like, what? And even, you know, the fact that like we were in architectural digest and Vogue and all that yes. kind of stuff. Like I didn't, yeah. I built all of that on my own. And that was because from the start of Plant Mama, I had known like just a few key things that were so important. And that was because A, my mum had a small business. So like I was okay. from Toowoomba, which is like Toowoomba's community. It is yeah. a com- that you know, when you come from those places, it's really like small business and support and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So I felt like I knew if I really simple it down, because I could give you literally 10 tips, I would say there are two things that I knew that I had to do when mm-hmm. I started Plant Mama. And that literally came from where I grew up and my parents and all that kind of stuff. And the first thing was like relationships, mm-hmm. building relationships, like that number one, like, yes, I might only come and do an install once at an office, at a lawyer's firm in Collingwood, whatever, but I normally built like a really good friend. I like I would bring, you know, depending on who the person was, I'd bring like mango beers to the the meeting on Thursday at four p.m. I'd like ask about their kids or did they, how long have they lived in. Yeah. Like I, I saw my mom do this really amazing thing when I was young. I've turned into my mother. She had an event business. Um, so she was a life coach um, for Anthony wow. Robbins, and she had an event business. Wow. And I remember like going with her like on school holidays or whatever with whatever she was doing and we would like I would go with her to like she'd go to like the um what's an example like the party high place where you get like the you know the tent and the stuff for the stuff she was organizing I would yeah. go with her and we would walk into the reception and she'd be like g'day mate hey she'd, she'd be like g'day like you know <laughs> G'day Pete, how you going? Like, how's your wife? And like, how's your thing? And oh, g'day mate. And she'd have a laugh and they'd have a joke going on and blah, blah, blah. And she'd spend like 10 minutes, not and, and not honestly, like not in a way that it's like Genuine, yeah, like, yeah. Genuine, genuine. Like she's not, never was it schmoozing. It was a genuine interest in like, how's your son? How's your wife? And they'd always have a joke. Like it was just, and I, and they just adored her because what I realized is that most people when they're at work are going through like, it's boring. It's like, you know, it's the same thing. It's monotonous. And I just watched my mom walk into a space and bring light and energy Energy. and enthusiasm. And also just like she sees people and she, 
she would always make even the people that would be left out feel the most comfortable all the yeah. time. That's like if someone was in the office and they were quiet and shy, she would walk straight up to them and be like, how's your day going? Or like, do you know, she's just, she's an angel on the earth. Um, but she, I saw that and I saw people just be so excited to see her because she really brought something to that business relationship that was deeper than just exchanging services. Um, Absolutely. And so like there was these like, uh, maintenance clients I had in Melbourne, um, Southwest, Southwest. They're a, a marketing kind of company. In, and I used to go there every Friday and water the plants. Um, and it was just the best. They had the best stuff. They would always have like rosé in the afternoons and we'd always have a laugh. And it was like the most – I used to look forward going – I used to hate watering everyone else's job. <laughs> but I would love going to their place because we just had this relationship that was beyond – you know, like a, a business one kind of thing. And I think so important. people, it's so important. And it's actually, I think the most lost art of business. Is I was that- just going to say, I feel like that's what gets lost in all of this social media, digital world. But like, really, when you get to the core, that is what it's all it's about. Relationships. Yeah. It's relationships. Um, it's relationships and it's just people being seen. And also I think trusting other people to do what they're good at. Like I'm very much like, mate, you're the professional. You do, yeah. do what you do. I don't know what I know. And then second thing is honestly, and this again comes to my parents because that's just who they are deep in their soul is mm-hmm. I work really fucking hard. Yeah. Really hard. I'm a hard worker. And that definitely has been merged incorrectly with interesting your podcast. It's called how to hustle. I've definitely merged over hustling. with oh, hard work. Yeah. So I've, my body has absolutely taken the toll. So I think that like, I want to really, you know, stress hard work is so important as in it, because I believe momentum creates momentum. When you work really hard and you create momentum, it creates, it just keeps going. So I, my parents work really hard. I have, as you can probably hear, I've always worked really hard. Um, And I think of, it's about recognizing you know, where to stop in terms of you also need to yourself. rest. Yeah, totally. But I think that if we're just take away the getting sick and the hustling part of it, mm. if you're not willing to work hard, you won't. And look, yeah, the way I see it is you either have the money because you've got the backing family yeah. and the backing or you mm. don't and you have yourself. And if you don't have the backing, you don't have the money and you don't have any of that, which I, I still don't have any invest. I have no one. It's all, I have no loans. Oh, like wow. it's, everything is me. Um, and that's why you have to work so hard because I didn't yeah. have, and, but I actually, I think that there's also something kind of sickeningly sweet in being the one that has done all that work. It's like when you make those, wins your life well fuck I did that all it means so life. much more yeah you know? absolutely yeah and it's obviously just a testament to who you are I nearly like just got goosebumps because it's like you have quite literally built yourself up from the ground up and clearly are some sort of creative genius <laughs> <laughs> look I will I think you know it's really important to like it's kind of, I say to people all the time that are in my inner sanctum that kind of see the behind the scenes of what's going on is that it's really hard because like, yes, you know, like we do this podcast, all these things I've created and it's amazing. And it's like, you know, I work really hard and all these great things and la la la. But 
I think what's really hard is that behind the scenes and what I'm doing at the back end of all of that is also really hard. And there's also Mm. a lot of stress and there's so many things I can't share um, that people don't see. And it's like all my friends are like, oh my God, if people only saw what what you have to go through on the back end to maintain it is insane. So it look, it's definitely, it is positive and it is amazing. And I'm really proud of what I've built. However, I think it's like really important to share, you know, to everyone that wants to be in this position or is dreaming of that. Is it like, I don't get all these pleasures without an equal amount of pain. They're not, it's, it's impossible. And I wish you know, you can't because it's, it's there's business things you can't share on the internet. But I would love to just get on my stories and be like, guys, here's the truth. I dealt with today, like it's yeah, it's, it's a, and what I and like I, I, yeah, I think I just I really want to make it clear is that the level of pleasure that I get to and passion that I get to experience does not come with out the le- like the hardcore level of stress and like you know. Um, stuff yeah. I have to go to or go through on the back end I think that makes it really hard because you think people think that you're privileged and that you've you've you know that this person got you that and it's like no I'm still struggling to kind of keep everything above because it's only me like it's, it's just not you. like yeah, yeah I, I yeah I have people you know working for me and helping and stuff like that but at the end of the day like I don't have a I don't have a partner Team. in the business yeah. I don't have an investors I don't yeah. every decision that's making is coming from someone that has no experience in mm-hmm. making those decisions so it's definitely a positive thing that I'm doing but I think other people in my position want to know that they're also seeing that this shit is hard and also yeah. people that are getting into it. I just think it's one of those things where it's like everyone wants to have a business, everyone wants to own something, but it's like we need to also be like, guys, it's, oh. it's really hard, you know. I think that's so important and, like, even myself, I – so I think, you know, people hear the name of the podcast and think that I'm all about I'm, – I'm all about balance and – I have been the same as you. I've worked, you know, in corporate, like, well, I didn't, you didn't say you've worked in corporate, but I've worked in like the hustle for years and always had my own things on the side. And I've experienced burnout. I freelanced last year and had to chase, you know, people for invoices, constantly be chasing work. Like I've lived in that world as well. And I'm very, very honest about the challenges because I think it's, it's not fair on people who are starting out to glamorize and make it all sound easy, particularly if you've had a backing. I think it's important to tell that truth and kind of be honest because if someone's starting out, like they kind of need to know what they're getting themselves into. I know. I, I, I really like, I kind of want to be like, I know it looks like I'm just going to the beach with just having a fun all day. day yeah. Like no, out you're like, working. I'm yeah. literally like, yeah up at night trying to be like how are we going to pull that off how are we going to what are we going to like it's just yeah it's you know it's so funny I always said everyone like if you want to know what it feels like or you want to understand what it feels like to be a freelance creative try and survive over the Christmas holidays it's hilarious I watched the two different two different people have a holiday experience right you have a full-time job and you have holidays and you have pay your Christmas experience is stunning. You're <laughs> relaxed. You're spending money. You're on holidays. It's like you yeah. you just are like living the high life. Every single freelancer, creative, yeah. small business, whatever, 
from like, because, you know, start of December, people don't spend, they spend money on presents no. and stuff, but like start of December, money just is yeah. pulled back. Everyone pulls and back. honestly, it does not come in until mid-February. And every year, even me who just like has events and does all this, it doesn't matter. Every single, and I'm like, it's, it is the fun, it splits the community. It's like, you either work for yourself and you're freelance and you, and you are fucked or yeah. you work for someone. And it, but it's, but then each side has positive and disadvantages, you know, Definitely. the people who work permanent jobs know that they're getting this much money in every week they, for that, but they have to go to work nine to five in offices where their baby don't like, or they don't have restrictions. You know, I, or you or whoever, we might not get any money for six weeks over Christmas, but yeah. If I want to go down to the beach You've at one got the freedom. sunny or I want to go to Europe for two months, I can. So you kind it's of. It's a catch 22, it, isn't it? Yeah. It's a catch 22. You you mm. have to pick your poison. And for me, I was willing to risk security over freedom. And that's what it came down to for me. I, I needed freedom I like in my life to be happy. And I was willing to risk security. It doesn't mean that I'm not up until 1 a.m. being like, how the fuck are we going to pay that? <laughs> <laughs> but. It means that, like, I grew up wanting yeah. to take my dog everywhere. That was something that was important. I know. I, I do that too. <laughs> you know? So I think, you know, security or freedom. Yeah. And look, don't get me wrong. You can't. It's, they're not mutually exclusive. Like, you can't have no. security, not have freedom. I'm just saying for me personally, it felt like that was the distinguishing difference between the two options of, like, working for someone and feeling like I'm operating at 40% but also having security or working for myself, operating at 100%. With maybe not a lot of security, but at least I've got the freedom to do what I want to do. So, yeah, I feel like that like hits home for me, and I think a lot of um, our listeners would relate to that as well because that that's basically what it comes down to when you do take that jump. It's how badly you want that freedom, you know. And also, I think or that autonomy think, of your own, like it being your own thing, like your own think your own thing on your own terms. Like we need to literally stop telling everyone or expecting that everyone needs to turn their passion or their pleasure into a job. It's not, it's not possible. And it's not plausible for everyone. Like you might just want to like go to work and like have, you know, like it's totally normal to just like go to a job and then on the weekend plant tomatoes and like, or, or whatever. It's, it's, I think to tell everyone they need to like, chase their passion and oh, follow they don't. it's no. not it's it's not it's actually I think about chasing a passion and a pleasure from a perspective of providing something else in your life that fills you up outside of work not something that exactly. you're you need to make money from you know? yeah like this podcast is pretty much just my hobby because I just love telling stories and hearing people's stories and I used to be a journalist and that brings me so much joy. I completely get that, but I love it so much that I'm willing to do that. You'll work. do it anyway. Totally. Yeah. I do like the idea of asking you what a day in your life <laughs> looks like, but I, I get the feeling every day is completely different. Yeah. Um, I actually but, said, um, I said to a friend yesterday, I was like, <laughs> if people, you know, people on um, TikTok do like a day in my life. Yeah, I'm like, like honestly, if I did one of those, it would be. Maybe I should do one just to people like would be show concerned. people <laughs> what, like it's so erratic. It's so many different parts of um, a day. So it mm. kind of, um, I have this weird thing where like, 
it's like my ADHD needs the routine and the structure to mm. feel calm, but then I hate routine and structure. So yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's like a loose structure to the days, but yeah. then I kind of am free to do what I want. But it just, it's, it's like, let, do you want me to tell you kind of what I'm doing today maybe? I'll yeah, that's a you. good one. Yeah. Let's do that. So I took Sprouty out for a walk early. We get up really early. Always do that because she's a border collie. So it's rain, hail, and shine. We are outside. Um, and then I'll normally, because I just, I've, I'm either focused or I'll normally take, drop her home and then I'll go for like a walk or a run. I'm weird. I can't listen to podcasts or listen to stuff when I've got her because I'm like, you know, watching her and like playing with her. I'm a full helicopter parent. Um, <laughs> then we're, we're doing this podcast. So yeah, I'm doing that. Then I've actually got to write a blog piece on something that's coming out. So I have to start, I'll probably spend about two hours on that. Then I've got a lunch meeting um, at about one. And then I've got to plan a menu for the weekend. Um, and then I've got to just like plan the menu for next weekend. I've got to do some stuff, like job title things that we're going to advertise. Um, I've got to do like a reel that I made for a content, um, like a partnership that I have. What else? It's just kind of like... At the start of the week, I've only just gotten into the habit of this because I always put everything in my head. At the start of the week, I write down like everything I need to do. Yeah. And then I've just had to learn to just do like two or three things per day because I used to like try and do all write of everything out mm. and try and do it all. And then I'd feel really bad if I couldn't get it done. Um, yes. So now I'm just trying to essentially the days, it also depends on my energy a lot, which I can't yeah. predict. So like some days I'll be like really into it or I'll be like physically not into it or whatever um so it just depends like some days I might be like okay well I don't feel like being on the computer is really hard for me it's a struggle to get me Mm. to do admin because it's the hardest part of my job so I definitely like have to kind of force myself every day to sit down and if I or not every day maybe at least two days a week I won't be on my computer I'll be doing like painting or art or prints or whatever um but I think for me it's actually about variety like I like to like do the prints, do some painting. Then I'll write a blog piece. Then I'll send some emails. Then I'll cook something. Then I'll write a recipe, whatever. Like I feel like yeah. the variety in all of the different things is what keeps it interesting because I'm not really having to do the same thing over and over. Yeah, I'm the same. I love that. But, um, yeah, you also with creative stuff, you have to have those juices flowing or like writing especially. I write for a living, but some days I can't write. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Oh You've my got God. to be in that headspace. Yeah. You really, yeah, yeah. You have to, yeah, it's funny. Writing is like, it's not something you can just turn on. It's really, no, you have to hard. like ruminate um, and think about stuff. But I've really learned that my creative play in terms of creative play that's not linked to my business is actually so important for my business. Like yeah. the art of idle drawing or like painting for no reason or whatever actually creates like the juices that allow me to you know think of new ideas in my business or be creative I find when I'm not doing creative things or I'm not doing just playful things like even just going outside or going to the beach seeing friends like it's like doing all those things is actually what enhances 
my work, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and I, I'm the same. Like I feel like it's taken me to this age to realise I have to do my beach walk every day or I have to do a yoga class once a week and not yeah. feeling bad about that. Like that makes me better in every other aspect. Um, totally. And I, it sounds like you're the same. So is there a moment in your business that you wish you could bottle up and just relive? Um, I know it's a funny question, but is there a standout moment <laughs> that comes to mind where you kind of went, wow? Um, I actually, you know, I actually heard, I heard this, I heard this answers once on a podcast or something. I don't know what it was. And I somehow, now that I'm asked it, I feel like I understand their answer now. It's like, <laughs> you kind of don't realize the cool stuff when it's happening because yeah. you're just moving on to the next one or you're just trying to recover from the work you put in to get there to where you are now. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like yeah. it's, it's only when like at the moment, we're working on like my um, brand deck, which is like what you send out when people get in contact. Like, oh, so I've worked with, and this is the stuff I've done. And it's only in those really concrete black and white moments of like pulling out what I've done, who I've worked with, what I, what I'm doing, what I will wear. I've come. It's only literally pulling out the facts and the black and white stuff on a piece of paper that I'm like, like that's pretty cool like I'm not a I'm quite I've got a natural which is a part of the ADHD like our tuning and our self-talk can be really terrible so I am a confident person but that doesn't mean that my self-talk is quite confident so like it's not normal or natural for me to be really like look what I did that's amazing like that I'm actually like of course yeah like you you, what what could you have done better what could you have changed like so To say, like, is there one moment to bottle? It's actually like I don't – I'm not in this kind of a sad way. I feel like I'm not really able to be present Mm. in those moments because I'm just trying to, like, you know, like survive from getting there or, like, getting to the next one, you know? It is. Yeah, but I think it's important to acknowledge the wins, though. As hard as it is, it's very hard. thousand percent. Yeah, and, look, it's – as weird as it sounds like yes having like the brands and the names like that is like such a you know clout you know um ego thing because you're like oh these big people have recognized me blah 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 however it's like the meeting the random people like at an event or on the street or a cafe who'll be like oh my god like you know that pasta recipe you did was amazing or like I love sprout or uh, when you shared your like you know, appendix getting rude overseas. Like it's just, it's more the community of people who have learned one or two things that will say something to me. That's really like, Oh really? Like it really like, and as I said, like it's the ego side of me that is, is, you know, that feels solidified by like whatever design file. Yeah. But the deep part of my soul, you know, the Jenna (laughs) inside feels really like, you know, um, fulfilled and humbled and like feels nice when it's just like a random person that's like, Oh my God, I felt really inspired, you know? I think that is a big 
part of like what you do though is you you're such a sharer online and like I was gonna say like where do you think that came from like your social media is so strong like your presence and your online personal brand and as well as your brands how important do you think that is um and how much do you think that contributes to the success of some of the businesses but like also where do you think that came from for you I think it definitely is just a natural part of my personality like if you were friends with me before I started Plant Mama I was like sharing everything sharing stories (laughs) sharing tips you know and like my soul's purpose really is to gather and share yeah you really break it down break it break it down as, as simple as it is my purpose is to gather and share whether it's recipes or how to take care of a plan or good beaches in Sardinia or whatever like it's I've always shared I remember once we're in a friend circle and we were like telling going around circle and like saying something I think we're all drunk it was like what's something nice that you love about the person to your left or like something like that and so the person (laughs) next to me was like I love that you always share your food like if you have a pack of chips you're like here take some have some and I'm like that just means the world (laughs) like I I just like to share and I think I don't know I think sharing has it's natural to me like I've always shared and then I but I think in terms of my business how that's connected is that it's meant people felt connected and related to me because Mm. I think there's two types of brands in the world there's the brand where there's you create a product that's amazing and that just fucking sells itself you don't care who owns it you don't care who made it yeah it's so incredible you don't even it's not a, you like who made the mars bar don't fucking care it's great yeah I just keep buying it do you know what i mean totally For me it was like i was initially creating a service and so the service was my creativity and yeah. it's like you can't just sell something with people don't know who you are it's like when people started hiring me on Plant Mama, I had never done jobs before. So what are they trusting me on? So it's, I think, you know, sharing my life. It's so ironic because I share so much, but then I also don't share. There's also like a line of like, I share so much. And then I also don't share particular things. But you also, you know, your personal account, you have a lot of followers. Like, well, I don't know if that's your personal account, but I, the main account I follow is what was plant mama Mama. yeah 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 so that's like my main account and honestly pasta mama gets like so like our plant mama account because that's the main one i've had for years that's the first business that gets about 90 percent of my sharing yeah and then pasta mama is just like oh shit i need to like keep that (laughs) going and because it's too hard to it's literally too hard yeah to post this a lot of people are also confused by plant a lot that are on they're like is that they think I'm like a vegan or like some yeah like, they're like what's plant mama and I'm like that's that's fine and I'm you know I probably should have years ago came out and explained the difference between the two and what's pea mummy and what's plant mama and what's past mama but like to be honest I kind of like don't necessarily hate the confusion like I I, there's a part of me that's like if they want to know, they'll figure it, they'll find a way to figure yeah. it out. I probably will eventually come out and explain it, but I don't know there's a part of it that's just like, whatever. Like, Well, it's your story it. though. Like, yeah, I think anyone that has followed you for a while or that looks into what you do, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love this chat. I feel like we, we could just mm-hmm. chit chat all day, but I won't take up all your time. So for anyone that is wanting to follow you or uh, check out, 
some of your services or your products or your, you know, prints and things like that, where can they go online? Um, so they can just go to the website, which is, well, there's obviously the Instagrams, which is plant mama and pasta mama, but then we have our website, which has everything on it, like the pasta club dates, the merch, the everything. So that's, um, just plantmama.com.au. Amazing. And I'll also link all of those in the show notes. Well, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, have the best day. No and worries. Yeah, it's just honestly, I find you very motivating and inspiring. And <laughs> I like, I just like how real and authentic you are. And um, yeah, thank you for sharing that with us as well. I'm sure a lot of people no will resonate. I really enjoyed that chat and you can follow Jenna's travels and business progress on her social media accounts. She's always posting the most beautiful photos from her dinner parties and her beach trips and there's no shortage of something to see. Thank you for listening to another episode. If you would like to follow us, you can go to at how do you hustle on Instagram or TikTok. You can click through to our link tree and you can shop our merch or you can go back through past episodes. Give us a like and a follow on Spotify or Apple. And you can also uh, give us a nice little comment in the reviews as well. We have another really exciting episode coming up shortly and I look forward to talking to you all then. 